Hello, good evening, and welcome to the Joe Moffitt Show. I am your host, the one and only Joe Moffitt. Hello, how are you guys doing? I know I'm not the only, but I'm definitely the one, which is the one that's here right now to give y'all folks some of this good old dose of homegrown entertainment from yours truly. Um, first and foremost, I definitely got some shout outs to give to some people that have been listening to the show. Thank you very much for all the love. Primer Gray, Sean Cooper, uh, the Friday Job Podcast, How Many Fingers Podcast, uh, my boy G Morgan, of course, all the listeners over in Mountain View, California, Ashburn, Virginia, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, my hometown of Houston, motherfucking Texas, uh, Waterford, Michigan, Fulton, Missouri, Topo, New Zealand, Zimbabwe, Sweden, New York, Utah. Love all of y'all, goddammit. Appreciate all the love, and thank you for listening. And by all means, continue listening more and more and more because we're going to keep bringing the hot shit as much as we can and humanly possible make it happen. A um, couple of things in the news this week. Nothing too, too major. Um, kind of hate when bad things happen in a city called Kalamazoo, but that's exactly what happened in Michigan this weekend when another fine individual with a motherfucking gun license felt that it was okay to go jump his ignorant ass behind the wheel of a car. And then in the midst of getting behind the wheel of a car, not only was this motherfucker on his job, but then this motherfucker decided it was smart to go riding around shooting at people all willy-nilly like it wasn't shit. I'll give the motherfucker props for actually making this hustle while doing stupid shit me personally, me personally, I'd have just made my money at work and went home. But, you know, some of us with excess motherfucking time on our hands and we ain't got shit else to do but ruin other people's lives, you know, like this low-down cocksucker motherfucker did, you know, shit happens. I'm sorry for definitely for the loss of the family members that, that lost family members in, in that terrible tragedy. Um, we had a situation like that not too long ago here in Enid where a uh, damn fool was running around shooting out window, windshields, you know, of cars and even shot a dog, you know what I'm saying? But this particular idiot in Michigan actually hurt people. And either way, you know, it's a horrible situation. I really wish people would start thinking before they decide in their head that doing stupid shit is, you know, the best thing at that moment. You know, we got enough shit going on in this world where stupid shit don't need to be thrown thrown into the fold, but that's just my opinion on it. Uh so I was having a conversation uh yesterday, and it was a mention to the topic of the show that we're actually doing today. And I've done a lot of research on this topic. I've 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 read numerous articles. I've I've done some personal research and and mind you, my research on things in life started years ago when I was a young man. We all research stuff and you guys don't know it. But we we research things, you know. And and this particular topic keeps coming up in the news. I keep hearing it coming out of people's mouths. And I really wanted to take a a, a firm look on if either people are totally full of shit, which usually that's what it comes to, unfortunately, nowadays, who are being totally full of shit, or if there's some validity to the statement. And the statement, of course, as you guys already know, is about white privilege. 
there's always been this weird, I, I guess, th there's a problem between the, the, the races. When I, when I hear people talk about white privilege, that, and, and the problem is, one, when you speak of white privilege, you have to look at the word first, privileged. And let me let you in on a little secret. There's a lot of motherfucking white people out here that ain't that goddamn privileged, y'all. I'm sorry. That, that, I, I, I got to call a spade a spade. I see too many broke-ass people on a daily basis, black, white, purple, and green, that I can sit here and say there's privilege, but it's not white. Everybody can take advantage of them same privileges if you have the assets or the knowledge to know how to take advantage of it. But don't so don't sit here and tell me. And, and I wish people would stop thinking this because it causes a hatred in some cases that, you know, white people are born with this silver spoon. Bullshit. That's bullshit. In every which way of the word. And I'm going to tell you why. Because when I sit here and see young men, young men coming in, trying to pimp government cell phones, they got food stamp cards. They, they you know, these, and when I say young, I'm talking 25, 26, y'all. I'm 35, okay? My life ain't bad enough to where I got to be on food stamps. So I would think that if I'm not on food stamps, I'm a little bit more privileged than somebody that needs food stamps, right, right? You know, if you're not having to live your life on food stamps, you are privileged. Congratulations. Why? Because you go to work. Now, you earn your privilege. And I think that's where some of the mix-up come in because a lot of privilege that comes with the so-called, quote-unquote, white privilege, it, it usually, one, comes from the 1%. Two, it comes from old money. That has been passed down from generations to generations to generations to generations. But many of these generations to generations to generations to generations all came from that 1%. It, it wasn't a lot of people, you know, every white person is not born with a bag of money and all of this privilege. They just like us. They go through shit just like black people. It's no fucking different. You understand what I'm saying? It scares the shit out of me with some of the white people I'm seeing nowadays because th this crystal meth thing has been eating away at their society here in the state of Oklahoma. It's very, 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 it brings back memories to me of when living in the ghetto and living in the projects, you had crackheads. And you remember how crack tore up the ghetto in the 90s. Completely and totally destroyed families, children's lives, parents' lives, grandparents' lives. And it's doing the exact same thing in the white culture. And in white culture, they even got a bonus one in different areas because they also have a big heroin surge. In the state of New York, they are having to hand out anecdotes anecdotes for people who are ODing on this drug because there's so many people on the damn drug it's scary 
And there's nothing in there about that that I see as being privileged, you know. But but and then where does but, but where does that concept come from? Well, let's let's take a look into it because it all starts out with little kids, and we all start out as children, and everybody starts out pure mind, pure heart. Okay, what you learn in society is what turns you into who you are. Right, right. Everybody can agree on that. I think, you know. That sets your basis to what you are going to eventually become. Well, years ago, little white kids starting to get a, a, bitty, a bit of a bad rap for being kids. They're being blamed for being children. Children are rambunctious. Children are energetic. Children are going to get on your fuck nerves okay but they're kids you have to raise them as children but that's not what happened first the government took discipline out of the home to what parents can't do their damn jobs right and then the medical companies came out and said well hey your kid doesn't want to act right give him this pill that's when the cycle started Three, four, five, six years of age, these kids are starting being pumped with these drugs that's supposed to keep them from being children. They call it attention deficit disorder because a lot of it starts when a parent tells a child something to do and the child's just like, he's turning around in a circle, picking his nose, picking his ass. He's being a kid, you know? But then the parent is like, oh, you have to listen to me. You have to listen. And the kid is still like, la, 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 la. Now, in my culture, by the time I made it to the la, la I'd have got the shit slapped out of me. My parents wasn't no joke, okay? They wasn't handling it. They wasn't dealing with it. They wasn't doing it. Your ass is acting up. Your ass got dealt with in my world. You understand what I'm saying? But, in, but, but the parents... Uh, of these other children, they, they didn't get that same, they didn't get the same treatment. They didn't get the chance to continue being children and also being disciplined. For some reason or another, there's always a mix up with discipline when it comes with kids. And we all raise our kids different. We all raise them. We all want them to be good. A parent's goal is, one, is, is a couple of things. To raise our kids, to give them more than what we had as children. And, and to raise healthy and healthy-minded individuals to become healthy adults in society, to be able to give back to, to this world and, and to be a difference in, in people's lives. You understand what I'm saying? But when you have a kid that's been told all his life that, you know, you have to take this medicine to be who you are, well, guess what they're going to do when they get older? They're going to try to find things that because they're going to feel that they have to take something to be who they are. You understand what I'm saying? And then that's how the cycle starts. Because eventually that same kid that I was mentioning is now 24 years old on food stamps and on Social Security because he's been taking these drugs so long that he's now dependent on them. 
And then, of course, where, you know, drugs go and people go and people with, you know, you have friends that don't need said drugs and they try other drugs and then they do more drugs and then more drugs and then more drugs. And then the shit is just you start a goddamn it starts this this tidal wave of shit that just starts plowing through everything because they don't know how to be them. They only know how they're programmed behind the pill. That to me is not a privilege. To grow up not being able to build yourself as a human being. But then let's let's look a little, a little deeper, shall we? Because then when you when when you you have some of that privilege, and then some of these kids have so many of these privileges that it it goes against them. Okay, in a real bad sense. Case in point. Elliot Roger, the young man who ran over and killed numerous people along with himself, shot people along with himself, in California. This was a kid that couldn't get a girlfriend. Now, mind you, he had money. He had influence. He was a Silver Spoon kid. And through him not getting what he want caused him to lash out. Now, why do we think that's something that somebody would look at as, as being privileged because he never was taught, well, sometimes you got to work for what you want, even if it comes to getting the draws. You have to work at getting the draws. It's not easy. You can't just walk in and say, hi, I'm rich. Can I get some? That don't even work for rich people. It don't, the show don't work for broke niggas. But nobody ever stopped to teach the young man that there's a process on how you do it, how you do things. You understand what I'm saying? There's always a process. You know, our elderly people, black and white, are constantly being harassed for what little bit of money that they get a month. But someone knows that they receive money every month because they're old and they're in America and we take care of our older citizens or we try to. We're told that we do. And then these people from these foreign countries contact these people somehow and have these people sending their money to, 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 to places like Jamaica and Nigeria and shit. And it's a, it's a huge fucking thing. It's not something small. This is a ginormous engine of that is being generated and pumped out of our elderly people. Okay? If your grandmother is going to wire money more than once a week, you need to stop her ass. Keep her out of there. Stop that shit. But somebody will sit here and say that that person is privileged because of what they received and therefore somebody else should feel obliged to take their money from them. That's a big old bag of bullshit. A big bag of bullshit. You know? And then we call it, it, it white privilege. It's constantly because every time a white person and we see them and, and, and they deal with, with different issues of life and, and mainly criminal situations and, and they have the attorneys and they have the money and they have the ways and the means they're, they're friends with the with the sheriffs and they're friends with the police departments and they donate money to police departments and and buy gear 
uh, for the police department so that they can go out. And then if, if you buy a certain amount of gear, uh, amount of gear, they'll appoint you as a deputy sheriff in the sheriff's department. They'll, they'll appoint you as an honorary deputy sheriff and even let your old ass go out and help them arrest people. And then you sit here and accidentally shoot somebody. I remember that all too well, the situation that happened in Tulsa, Oklahoma. That man was privileged and he was given a privilege and he fucked it up. But it wasn't just him that fucked it up. It was the people that brought him into that situation that fucked it up as well. And now somebody laying, laying in the ground dead because an untrained civilian was running out playing cops and robbers. And now a person is dead because of that. That's insane. Okay? But that's also privilege, folks. So when situations arise like that, yeah, I can see somebody being mad as hell and would want to look into a situation and saying that, that white people have this grand privilege over everyone. But I, I, I mentioned that to mention how privilege the one thing, the only privilege that that person had is that he had enough money and gave enough donations to that particular police department to have the privilege of doing what he was able to do. And now the hell that he has left a family in because they have a family member no longer around. So I can understand how some people can look and see, you know, and, 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 and depict white privilege. You know, we, we can go back to Josh Duggar every day of the week on his white privilege. This young man was at the police department admitting what he did and the policemen didn't do a damn thing to him. They didn't do shit. He was never prosecuted. He was never brought in front of a judge or jury for shit that he did. And he admitted to it. But, and, and, and once again, privilege he was able to go home, lay in his bed, and sleep that night in the same house with the children that he had accosted. Yeah. There's some privilege in that. But in that same breath, I can tell you about a privilege um, that a young man that I knew in my lifetime had. His kid had everything in the fucking world handed to him on a platter. He could have grew up and became anything in the world, guys. Black man, young black man, with every goddamn chance that many black men don't get. He had it. He had it. And chose to grow up and be a menace to society. A, a low-down, evil person. And when I say he could have been anything, I mean politician, lawyer, doctor. He had the resources available to him. And he chose to be a fuck-up. 
the reason why I bring up privilege, because each time he fucked up, those behind him who believed that he could be more than just a fuck up did everything in their power to get him out of it. Everything in their power. Best attorney in the world. Best legal representation. If he needed bail, it was there waiting on him. I mean, it, it was it, it had every fucking advantage you can imagine and fucked it clean off. For the benefit of he wanted to be a gangster. Yeah. Now I'm talking about millions of dollars here. I saw the same effects in multiple black kids, me included, that had more advantage than the child that lived in, in a ghetto or in a projects. And I fucked it off. I ain't gonna lie. I fucked it off. Me and my friends who all had parents that lived in a nice neighborhood. We was going to nice schools. We had nice things. None of us wanted and needed for shit. But somewhere in our mentality, we thought it was a bright and sparkling fucking idea to break into a vacant house. Damn near in the middle of the fucking day. Like, somebody would not see us doing this, and if they saw us doing this, they wouldn't do a damn thing about it. We were that fucking stupid and naive to believe in that bullshit. And a group of black men, all black, five, one in middle school, us in high school, all got our ignorant asses put in jail and served six months probation of peace for being fucking stupid. Okay? I can sit here and say that was my last skirmish with the police, but I'd be a damn fool. I'd be lying my ass off again. You know? But even I had access to privilege. I mentioned that before. I had access to privilege. The best lawyers, the best people around me. But I took my approach as I got older and realized that there's a better way. I have these privileges, but that don't mean I need to use them. I have access to whatever I need in this world, and yet I don't feel as if I need to jump all over that and use somebody else's resources for my own accord. Even if it is my parents, I'm grown, you know, and the bullshit has to stop eventually. And when the bullshit did, I became a good and productive member of society. And it wasn't my son. It, it wasn't. I did it for me. OK. I did it for me because that that fast money and that that quick that quick get that was my problem. But see, that's the problem with many in the black community. You know, I knew kids that grew up whose parents bought them Jordans and 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 made sure they had the best clothes and and walked around in jewelry and 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 and, and looked like a million bucks. 
They parents gave them everything. And these motherfuckers were still out in the ghetto selling weed. They'd leave the nice, clean, crisp neighborhood that they was living in to go uptown and sell dope. Or sell dope in the neighborhood they was in. And why? We had more advantage than many of the people that they were emulating. It's crazy. But in the same breath, they'll sit there and say that somebody else had more advantage than them. When all you needed to do was just be a good person. And then you gain advantage. Because I found out later on that by being a good person, you know, even when, you know, because I was a hustler, and I still am, you know, I still hustle and grind from time to time, you know, nothing illegal, of course. But back in those days, you know, even after I, you know, made this huge change, I figured out smarter ways of doing things. And I was so smart to even have. I guess you could say police representation in some way, you know, you know, ha having a, a friend on the police department gives people privilege because I've had that, you know, to have a person be able to call you in the middle of the night to see where you are to make sure you ain't somewhere where they about to be and wherever because wherever they about to be some shit about to go down. That's privilege, y'all. I felt privileged. I felt blessed. But there's many of us that don't take advantage of those privileges. There's many of us that still have it in that mentality in our minds that we still have to be scum. And I don't get it. I just don't get it. I talked to a young man um, and we took a road trip to my stepdaughter's basketball game. My stepdaughter's boyfriend, his name is Barry. He's a nice young, young kid. He's from Belgium. Um, he was born in Africa. And I, I, we had a talk Saturday and I asked him, you know, how are black people depicted outside of the U.S.? And he said all of the images that he saw had black people broke in the ghetto on drugs struggling. OK. Not mentioning areas like Missouri City, suburban areas of Texas, and like Missouri City, that are, I'm willing to say, 80% black now, all in houses, $100,000, and $200,000. And it's happening all over this country, but you won't never hear about it. All they want us to focus on is saying that everybody from the ghetto. And then we keep that ghetto mentality, and the next thing you know, even when we get something nice, we turn it into the ghetto. I, I, I don't get that shit. I, for the life of me, you can't explain that shit to me. It makes no fucking sense. To take what little privilege we have and throw it down the tubes for bullshit. You'll never explain that to me. We want privilege. We need to recognize where our privileges come from and then take advantage of them. Not sit here and be bullshitting and pussyfooting, acting like everything's just going to, you know, be all right no matter what the fuck we do. You got to play the game to, to, to gain and use and earn privileges. That shit don't, don't come cheap. And it damn sure ain't owed to you. 
For some reason, I noticed a lot of people have been talking about how privilege is owed to them or some shit. Bullshit. These kids that are coming up nowadays, they have a bad, bad sensibility that tells and makes them believe that they are owed something in this world. I ain't never got shit for free. Not a goddamn thing. Even when I was a kid, I would want to work for it. Because I wouldn't want nobody to come and hold that shit over my head. Now that I'm an adult, I earn my own privileges. But I also keep my nose clean. I keep my ass out the streets. I keep my family safe. I keep myself safe. And I provide for those that are here in my, in my realm. That's what I do. You understand what I'm saying? That's the goal. That's what you're supposed to be able to do. That's what you're supposed to want to do. Especially if you got kids and a family. You know? But don't sit here and tell me that you don't have privilege or call it all white because it ain't all white. It's bullshit. Stop it. Because not all white people are fucking privileged. Okay? Not by a long shot. I know a young man right now who is laying up in OU Medical Center after having a fight of his life in reference to a car accident that he was in. Now he don't have to try to figure it all out. The bill's going to start mounting. He has insurance, but who knows how far that's going to go. And he ain't got nobody that can walk in there and give him the money that he need to, to, to provide what he needs to take care of. You understand what I'm saying? Where's his privilege? Like I said, there's a misconception in the, the, the thoughts of, of people that white people, black people are seen as broke and poor and, and on drugs or, or, or in the ghetto. And white people are all seen as rich and, and wealthy and, and in big neighborhoods. And that's the biggest load of bullshit on the planet. Because I asked, also asked Barry, I said, how do they depict white people on television? And he said, well, all of them are usually either rich or well off, nice car, kids, house, family, so on and so forth. You understand what I'm saying? And then that, that's, that's, that's what they see when they come over here. Unfortunately, when they come then, but when they actually, they, they see that and they, they want to see that in their, in their mental stability. That's all they want to see. They want to pull up in New York City and feel like they got to go to the Bronx or or to Brooklyn or to Harlem to see black people. When you see all these black people going to work in these big businesses and, and these banks and these, you know, the, the, these, these law firms and these finance agencies and making their money and handling their business. And they're shocked, you know. When he got here, when Barry got here, he was shocked to meet me and my wife. Because... We're not doing it in a, in a I, I wish I had the job making $100,000 a year. Shit. I ain't never seen $100,000 a year, a year in my fucking life. In one year, I made $30,000 in three months. And still in the, in the year at $100,000. Explain that shit. I don't want to. But, so, we have to start... To me, people don't take advantages or, or use the privileges that they have 
near them because they burn them. They, they don't really focus on how to use what you have and be satisfied with that because there's always this constant struggle of wanting what somebody else has. We need to stop that shit. We need to stop that shit because it's not healthy. It's not helping you. It's not helping me. It's not helping. It's not helping the struggle. You ain't getting nowhere worrying about what another motherfucker got. So why the hell you think they worried about your broke ass? No. That's bullshit. It's all bullshit. I'm just being real with you, you know. This is the Joe Moffat Show. I am your host, Joe Moffat. We are rolling through and, and mashing through this uh, second half of our hour of um, speaking about the realities of white privilege. I'm hoping after today's show, we won't even have to really call it white privilege anymore. Just say that there are people that are blessed and privileged and we need to start, you know, taking advantages, taking advantage of our privileges. I took advantage of my privileges because I knew I wasn't going to be able to go to no white person and use their fucking privilege, whatever it was, you know. Many people have privileges in areas that they don't understand. You understand what I'm saying? If you got a hookup on some good weed and your friend smoking dirty weed, you got the privilege. It's just that simple. You understand what I'm saying? You know? You go see a prostitute and you got a big dick and she give it to you for free. Guess what? You got a privilege, bitch. That's a privilege. That's what the fuck it is. We all have opportunity in this world. And I'm talking to the kid that was on the pills all his life and never was taught or told how amazing and wonderful he could become. Put that shit down. You can be amazing. You can be whatever the fuck you want. I worked for a company not too long ago where they mentioned the stations. And I kind of thought they was talking about doing some commercials and shit, but that wasn't what they was mentioning. They were talking about stations in life. And this pissed me off. Because the man was basically saying that people live their lives and through how their life is lived, is what will depict how and what will become of their future. Bullshit. Bull fucking shit. Because the next statement the motherfucker said was, you don't never want to take a person out of their station in life. I'm like, what the f- Are you fucking kidding me? You mean to tell me that somebody that was born not being able to walk should never try to walk? Basically? Is that what you're telling me? Are you telling me the child that was born to a parent that was on drugs and this baby came out addicted to those said drugs still don't have a shot because of their station in life? And that's how this company wanted you to manage employees by keeping them in their station, not encouraging them to be more and to do more than they ever could imagine. Now, I'm going to tell you what privilege that shit was. That is one of the formulas that builds privilege by selfish, greedy motherfuckers. Because for me to sit here and tell somebody, no, 
I don't think that you can become more than who you are and then at the same breath go home and record a podcast that gets maybe 25 to 30 listens a month and still believe that I am able to put out a product that people are going to enjoy. I don't have that fucking capability, boss. I'm sorry. I'm not going to sit and tell somebody that they can't be shit while I'm trying to be the shit. But we have people that are doing that in our society. We have people that are doing that to each other within our races. You know, they tell us at young ages, once you get in the ghetto, you can't get out. Really? So that's supposed to be my station in life. You understand what I'm saying? And if it was up to this particular organization, everybody would be separated by their station in life. You know? Bullshit. What was so bad was that the motherfuckers didn't... These motherfuckers sold raggedy cars to broke people, but all they wanted to talk about was how somebody needed to be in a station in their life. Really? Wow. You rat bastards. How dare you? How dare you challenge someone? Well, let me rephrase. How dare you not try to challenge someone? I want the best out of anybody that's around me. And whatever they best is, that's what I want. I don't want, I don't want what you're good at. I don't want what, what you suck part at. I certainly don't want the shit you suck at. I want the goodness in you. So if I want the goodness in you, you should want that in yourself. And don't let no big head motherfucker come rolling in the room and sit you down at a desk with four other big head motherfuckers trying to tell you that you need to treat people like shit. Because they want more. Because they want to enhance their lives. They don't want to just buy their kids Hot Wheels for Christmas. They want to they buy their kids them goddamn um, fake-ass hoverboards. They don't hover. They're not hoverboards. They're on wheels, bitch. Come up with another goddamn name for them fucking things. They're not hoverboards. Stop it. But, like I said, yeah, so they want to buy their kids them fake-ass rollerboards. They don't want to sit here and buy... They babies, no damn Hot Wheels this year. They want more. That's the American way. But there are people with privilege that are telling people that aren't privileged that you will never have privilege. You'll just be happy where you at. I want you to stand up to them people, either pull out your dick or pull out a titty and tell them that they can go suck this motherfucker and then walk out because that's bullshit. Don't fall the bullshit okay that's all it's about you be the best you that you can be I tell that to my son every time I talk to him you be the best you you can be that's all I ever want for him is to be amazing because I know my baby is amazing okay mainly because he part of me and I know my black ass is amazing and can't nobody come in here and tell me just because my station in life put me, put me in places 
that I, 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 I in some cases I, I wanted to be in, some cases I didn't want to be in, in some cases I didn't have a choice but to be. You know? I've been extremely poor. I've been blessed enough to only spend maybe one night that I can recall in my life without a roof over my head and food on my table. I've been privileged. I've been blessed. And people had to work outside of what I contributed to make sure that those privileges work. I'm privileged now because it is me and my wife against the world, you know? We do what we have to do for these big head kids that we love to fucking death so that they, when they grow up and get older, they'll be able to do the same thing for our next generation. And don't you dare sit here and tell one of my babies when they get older and they come into your organization that they ought to stay wherever in whatever position they were fucking born into. Fuck you and the banana boat your bitch ass fell off of you fat fuck you. How dare you? I'd never tell a person that they couldn't be more than what they wanted to be. And you shouldn't tell them that either. Especially kids. Kids get told this shit on a regular basis that they ain't never going to be shit because of where they come from. Bullshit. Stop that. I tell any person on this planet that you have capabilities. You have power. If it's something that you're good at, Mold that shit. Get good at it. Build it and grow off of it. Plant that seed and feed it and water it and give it sun and give it light and make sure that that seed is growing and nurtured. And when it reaches its peak, you will be able to live off of the fruit that it bears. But you got to plant that seed. You understand what I'm saying? You have to plant that seed. You and what you can do, your talent, whatever you're great at, that's your seed. You plant that seed and you watch it grow. And you build it. And you work at it. And I'm telling you, my friends, you will see differences. You will see the privileges that comes from it. You will be able to reap the benefits that comes from it. But don't let nobody tell you that you don't know or you can't get to that point. Because anybody that tells you that is full of shit. And I want you to tell them that Joe Moffat said that, and, and you can stand up, flip over a table, turn over a chair, point them dead in their goddamn eye and said, I was told to tell you that you are full of shit. And skip away into the sunset. Or walk or run or trip down the stairs, whatever the fuck you want to do, just get the fuck out of there because you in that negative bullshit. Okay? But be the best you that you can be. That's all we got to do. And you'll see the privilege. And then you won't be worried about what somebody else doing because you got your own shit to deal with. You know? The final part that, that I'd like to look into and examine in, in this is how once again our society is, is doing everything in their power to keep us separated. 
I'm tired of that. I'm I'm tired. <laughs> you know, I, I'm I'm so sick of it. it. It's ridiculous. You know, there is there's I've been seeing different arenas of of black women mad at black men. Uh, white men abusing white women. You know white women downplaying white men and not to mention the the differences in the races and there's a constant struggle with the differences in races that'll never end until we stop the bullshit and it's a real easy concept it's not that hard to do it's very simple all you have to do is what i've been saying this whole time be the best you don't worry about nobody else don't sweat the technique just be the best you. You do that, and you'll see the difference. But instead, you can't be sitting here letting the bullshit cloud your better judgment. Because when you let the bullshit cloud your better judgment, that is when you really see how truly bad shit can become. But like I told you before, don't you dare sit here and try to say that it's because somebody had more than what you had. That's bullshit. Stop falling for that, folks. Because that ain't never what you had advantages all along. You just chose not to take advantage of them. You can't blame that on white people, black people, orange people, purple people, blue people, brown people. I blame your ass because you didn't take that advantage. So when we look at the and and we say the words right white privilege and call it privileges is not it's not anything about white about it it's privilege having the ability to do more and i know some of y'all are thinking you know what i'm saying well joe how can you say this because of people like josh duggar and how can you say this because of people you know, that that have gotten away with so much in this world and, and, and politicians that 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 get these jobs strictly for the benefit of having them. They don't do a damn thing the whole time they're in there. I get that. I understand that. Can I explain it? No. All I can do is tell your ass to focus on you. That's the secret. I stopped focusing on the world and I focused on me we're so quick to point a finger at what somebody else doing or point a finger because your ass is doing something that i feel like i can't do because i don't have what was given you well that's because you think you stuck in your station in your life ain't never thought about it that way did you it's time to change the stations folks it's time for you to make your own damn station in life you know it's time for us to come together as people and stop letting people tell us that bullshit that we can't get along that's a crock of shit we can get along and have fun have a damn good time hell i i, I have plans to go out and, and and do tours and 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 talk to people and meet people man y'all you i have no idea the shit that i got planned to do and I'm going to have people of all races, of all colors, of all places that's going to be right there with me. Because that's my people. You know? That's who I cut for. That's who I run with. These are the people that have been with me 
since day one. They have seen me at my worst. They have seen me at my best. I got a friend right now that probably think I'm dead because last time he saw me, I got into a fight with a tree. The tree was talking shit and I was drunk. I tried to whip the tree's ass, but it was a tree. And I still only had hands of made of human hands, not concrete or anything special. So, you know, <laughs> that's why that's the reason why I got that cease and desist letter from Jack Daniels, you know. But my point being is don't let your past depict who you are. A lot of us get older and we still talk about how somebody else has more privilege. Well, nigga, that's because you ain't got off your ass and work for the privilege. Motherfucker, if you get up and actually pay attention and focus on what you could become, maybe you will see privilege. But don't you dare sit here and try to say because you grew up in the ghetto or you grew up in the projects that that took away your privilege. Because I'm going to tell you something. There's a motherfucker sleeping on the street that's itching to live in the ghetto, in the ghetto, in the projects, in a house with a roof over their head and food on their table. You understand what I'm saying? It's the simple things, you know? That's all it's about. It ain't about what nobody got no more, no less. We all got the same amount of shit because we living, we breathing, we're here. Why not make the most of it instead of make the least? And worrying about what another motherfucker got is worrying about the least. Okay? That is the reality of white privilege is that it's not white. It's not black. It's not brown. Because I can name you thousands of stories of kids that were fuck-ups every race on the planet. And each one of them had an advantage more than the kid next behind them in line that did the same shit. Okay? Right there in line. The biggest privilege we have is, like I said, being able to wake up every morning. Feel blessed that you have that privilege. Because if you don't pay attention to that privilege one day, that's going to be taken away from you. See, I try my best to stop focusing, and I did this a few years ago, where we have to start focusing on self. Religion ain't going to get you, ain't going to get, ain't, it's not going to give you freedom. So stop thinking that freedom comes in a book. No. It comes from effort. It comes from grind. It comes from drive. It comes from being a little goofy from time to time. But goofy helps every goddamn thing in life. That's one of the few fucking antidotes in the world. If you're goofy as fuck, i.e. me, you're going to have a few more advantages than everybody else. Then the more strict and stern person with the stick up their ass and, you know, they come in high. But then on the flip side, somebody's going to want the person with the stick up their ass and not want the goofball. Because a goofball ain't sometimes don't get taken seriously. We're people, folks. That's all it's about. Be human. Fuck up. Have fun. You know? Don't be stupid. Don't say Joe Moffat told you to be stupid, motherfucker, because that never was the case. Fuck you. I didn't do that. Stop it. But let's stop worrying about 
what other advantages everyone else has and actually start focusing on the ones we have because all of us have them. You just got to take advantage of them. And if you do that, you'll win. You do whatever you want, be whatever you become. That's all it's about. Be real with yourself. Stop lying to yourselves. Okay? Lady, if you know good and hell well, your hair ain't going to grow down in your ass. Stop buying shit to put in your hair, particularly fake ass hair, that stretch down in your ass, and then you get mad when you accidentally catch that shit in your zipper. Stop it. Don't be mad at me because your track slipped. And don't be mad at me because your ass wanted to be fake. If you was being real, you wouldn't be in this shit. You know what I'm saying? Just be, hey, I'm, I'm just saying, just being real. You know what I'm saying? If you're going to be embarrassed about having a finger in your ass, don't you chastise somebody else that like a finger in their ass. You know? Because you wrong. Because you like a finger in your ass, you just don't want nobody to know, but then you'll crack on somebody that is walking around freely with a finger in their ass, not thinking twice about your monkey ass. You understand what I'm saying? You feel me? Now, if you dumb as fuck like Donald Trump, you crack on that sorry son of a bitch every day of the week, okay? That man ain't shit, okay? If you in that, and you in that realm, this ain't even a place for you. Turn my show off. I don't know how the fuck you made it to the 50, 53rd hour, 53rd minute here. I have no clue. How you made it this fucking far. Because I've been dogging your dumb ass this whole time. But if you are hoping to come to the light, if you will, then hey, welcome. You're on the path of not being stupid. You're welcome. <laughs> so in closing, I just want to say and, and reiterate that one, privilege ain't white. Two, we got to stop worrying about everybody else's bullshit. And three, and y'all going to like this one. I'm about to start putting together the pieces to do the sex show. I know we've been talking about it. I know I said I was going to do it. But now I'm actually going to try to get something together because this show has come together pretty well. So now I kind of have me a, a path on which I can go. And now the sex show, we're going to get real stupid with that shit. It's going to be electric and fun. I'm going to try to get a, a couple of special guests to be on here with me that, you know, they can give you guys some advice, you know. And, I mean, this is going to be something from the 18-year-old kid that's just trying to figure it out to the 90-year-old motherfucker that's uh, trying to hide their penis pump um, from the nurses at the nursing home because it's bulging out of the bottom of the mattress. <laughs> so we're going to get all of this together. Um, I may take next week off. Y'all don't kill me, please. I'm sorry. I, I just I, I want to uh, take some time and get some things together. So And, of course... I want to thank everybody that listened to One Finger Is Not Enough. Thank you, thank you, thank you. That has been the hottest show in the month of February. It's gotten more plays than any other show that I've ever put out over a month's time. And it's happened in, in, in the month of all months, of course, Black History Month. Um, which also, I, I want to, you know, thank everyone from our past that, that has ever contributed to the Black History Movement. One person in particular is uh, my uncle David Dennis, um, who was a consummate, consummate member of the um, of of the effort and of the struggle of the civil rights movement in the 50s and 60s. Um, if it wasn't for people like my uncle David, I wouldn't be able to be here doing my show 
and and I wouldn't be able to talk to you guys and and to have fun and to create magic like like I hope to do each week. Um, and each of us knows someone that has done amazing things. Um, and and I'm I'm proud to be able to call him my uncle. And, and like I said, I, I thank him for his contributions um, to my history to make uh, to make my fu- to to make my future great for what he did in his past. And and I salute you. And on that note, we're gonna go ahead and step out because uh, wife is home. Um, and if uh, Lois saying the same, she's having a thong on. So I'm gonna have some fun. You guys be good. I'm not promising a show next week. If something pop off, you know I'm going to be all over it. But other than that, I will see you guys in two weeks. Thank you for all the love. Keep listening to the shows. Just because I ain't putting one out next week don't mean that I'm not here. So feel free to email me at the Show at gmail.com. Uh, hit me up on the Twitter account, Joe Show. Hit us up on Facebook, thejoemoffishow.com. SoundCloud, www.soundcloud.com forward slash Joe Show. Hit me up on iTunes. We on Stitcher now. And yes, they got Stitcher shit working. It was not my fault. Y'all can kiss my ass. I know it was right after they approved my show, but fuck you. It wasn't my fault. So on that note, thank you guys. Appreciate it. Peace and love to everybody. Y'all have a good week. And thank you for listening to the Joe Moffat Show.